0: Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. This is the best platform to use for podcasting. They have everything that you need in one place. If you know me, then you know that I'm not tech savvy. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do anything. But Anchor is so simple and easy to use. And you can make money. So if you are a podcaster or thinking about creating a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. If I didn't have Anchor, there wouldn't be a Disaster Dating One podcast. Right now, download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey ladies, I know you guys love, love, love clothing that makes you feel good. Make sure you check out the luxury African-inspired clothing brand, Rayma, based out of Toronto.
1: Order today at
0: www.rahyma.com. Use discount code Podcast 101 and save 15%. I love this brand and I know you guys will love it too. Again, that was www.rahyma.com. Check it out and save on your next order.
2: I was like a little nervous starting off
0: yeah you can hear it in some of the episodes yeah and so now I'm just like okay it is what it is so we started off the season with a conversation with my ex Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and what better way to end the season with bringing my ex back since he's been on what the last two shows the last two shows and I think people like this whole thing so let me bring in, as he says, my best friend. <laughs> Cause I I don't claim it yet. You don't claim it? No. Aww. So let's welcome back Greg. Hey. Woohoo! Hey, hey, Greg, hey! Greg, welcome back. Oh. So so Greg, how are you doing this week?
1: I am fine. I'm feeling a little clustered with all this COVID stuff, but you know, trying to keep positive spin on it, positive face.
0: hmm Hopefully when we come back in season two better outtake with how going. Yeah, indeed. So, so how does it feel for you, Greg, um, knowing that this is the end of the season?
1: I am looking forward to doing this more often. I like the dynamic between all of us. I think it works out real well. Oh, I
0: think we so, may too. talk about that at the end of this episode.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Maybe. But I want to thank you for sharing because we... Out of all our viewers, yep. Greg is between two and three is good old Illinois. Illinois. So we hey. do hey. appreciate your support. Spring yes. Yeah, because you're the only one I know out there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so you guys, are you two ready? Let's do I it. Ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, welcome to Disaster Dating 101. I'm Natasha Renee. I'm Robin Brian.
1: I'm Mike Dialects.
0: And come join this disastrous journey where we talk about our dating horror stories, real issues, and how we can work through these issues in today's society. And today's episode is This This Ain't ain't No Fairy fairy Tale tale Ending. ending. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) the reason I came up with this episode, this was actually supposed to be episode two. Mm hmm. Um, but I felt like it should be the last because we went through all of our dating history and different topics and what better way to end it to say, this is how we all thought how we should date, Mm. or this is how we thought that our life would be, you know, when we were younger. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why I brought Greg in because you know, Greg and I had this relationship where we saw marriage, but now we are like, as Greg says, best friends. Best friends. Not not ready to claim that title yet. Uh, she's so, she's you know, still like working. I'm just. I'm she's just still waiting working. On
1: That's all. I'm just waiting.
0: So mm-hmm. the title actually came from a poem. Okay. That I wrote about Greg. Oh, it, it's not a good poem. Oh. Get that up. <laughs> it was called "Happily Ever After," uh-huh. and I started it off with "This ain't no fairy tale," and then I wish in the beginning that like we would never have met. Oh, not meaning that you know I wish you were out my life, but I felt like if things would have turned a certain way, mm-hmm. you know our lives would have been different. Okay, like, I felt like as Greg says, we should have been friends. Okay, and I feel like the at that time we weren't even talking. Hmm. So it was like if I wouldn't have met you, or if if certain things would have happened a certain way, because I I said let me use the butterfly effect okay to try to change time mm-hmm. to make you my friend okay and not my boyfriend or my ex fiance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one part in there, my favorite part, so Greg's last name, sorry to put it out there, is November, mm-hmm. oh. which is November in. Spanish. Spanish. So one part was, you know, there are no more summer days in the winter, just cold. No, there are no more summer summer days in November, just cold winters. Oh wow! Yeah. that's that's my favorite part of the poem, but mm. unfortunately, Dang,
2: Greg, what you done did? No point. <laughs> So I just wanted to, you,
0: you know, pull that it was pull it, it, it out. It is a very it beautiful, well it's, it's very beautiful, but it's just the reality of relationships. Mm-hmm. As much as we want certain relationships to go certain ways, they don't they go don't. the way that we thought the day would be. Mm-hmm. Just like. You know, like we said, when we were younger, mm-hmm. like for me, I was like, when I get out of college, I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, travel the world. It just and now we're in our thirties.
2: Shoot, man, Late thirties, late, late. Oh yeah, I tried to say mid. I know. I'm over here like late. Like, I'm no, get, we are late. We are late thirties. 30s. oof 30s. it, it hurts to even yeah, say it.
1: Thirty nine you next know, year. This is a lot. <laughs> it's
2: a lot. Who are you telling? So, Robin, like, what did you think your future would look like? I'm telling you that like you said, I thought I was gonna be out of college, be married, have my four kids, a house, a white picket fence. And I thought thirty-eight, like I was like my kids would be teenagers, like I'm about to be an empty nest, and it's not it's not it. Like I'm single, never been married.
0: And and for you, Greg, how how did you think that your your future how how did it I, work for you?
1: I really thought I'd be married have a couple of kids in high school by now just happy and in a space with the, the woman that was made for me but you know things 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 don't work out sometimes the mm-hmm. way you think they're going to
0: they don't and a lot of people dwell on that I know for me for years I felt for example so you all know I have uh gotten recently gotten a tattoo mm-hmm I've had tattoos before, but in my head, I didn't want to get like a half a sleeve or a sleeve because I was like, I don't want to ruin my wedding dress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for years, you know, I felt like as much as I want this whole sleeve on my arm, Mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to meet my forever. And then after I get married, I'm going to get this sleeve. Mm -hmm. And then I really thought about it for years. I felt like that. So, you know, me being 37, for years, I would not get this tattoo that I wanted to get. I think when I was 25, I wanted to get it. Okay. And then I thought about it. If I'm going to get married, that person should be able to accept me. And, you know, because somebody had told me, what if you get the tattoo and the person you marry doesn't like it? Mm.
1: That's true. That
0: is true. So then I was like, you know, I'm about to get this tattoo right now. Tap me all up. So, you know, now I got like is it a half asleep? What it what is it? A
2: half, okay, asleep? half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> half sleep. Half, half sleep. Sleep. Yeah.
0: So but that was one thing that I didn't get. Or even with purchasing. Like now I'm starting to look to purchase a home. I didn't want to get one because I felt like the person I want to marry, we're gonna get that together. But as old old as I get, and you know, with my kid, my kids about to one of them about to graduate high school next year or in two years, you know, I had to think about it. I have to make plans for us. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody does come in, you know, we'll work through it, but I can't sit and wait anymore. Girl. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, can't it, sit wait I mean, it may not happen, like. yeah. and I have to accept that, and that's what disaster date in the book. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I wanted it to end, mm-hmm. so I stopped writing the book, but then somebody had told me, why don't you end it as where you are now mm-hmm. and not future? Sure. So That's just sure. end it how you are now. Mm-hmm. So I will be starting to write that book again.
2: <laughs> awesome. That is. That's what's
0: but up. do you all have any take on that, like things that you may have done or tried to wait to do because you thought that, you know, you were waiting for someone?
1: Oh, Robin, if you want to go first, you go ahead. Um,
2: I know you got it. <laughs> right,
1: so, yeah. um, I didn't want to move. I didn't want to leave New Jersey until I figured out what it was that I was going to do as far as being with someone and building a life. And about five years ago, I just decided, you know, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen no matter where I am.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: I took a leap of faith and just moved down here to Chicago and and it's, it, it's been a little a little rough on the dating end, but um I think I'm just I'm in looking I'm looking to just leave that to to fate and see how that happens. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Robin?
2: Um I think with moving too cuz I'm not from the area, but it's like I've always been like, all right, there's nothing really tying me to this area. So kind of like you said, like, let me go take a leap of faith because I'm like right now, I'm like, I'm not tied down to anybody. So I can do whatever it is um, that I want to do. But I think when I bought my house, I probably could have had it a lot sooner, but I just never envisioned me being in this area. But then it was just like, okay, I have my son now. So let me give a foundation for him Mm -hmm. and like leave him like this investment, you know. So it was just like, all right, let me do what I got to do.
0: So would you, like, how do you look at dating now versus how you looked at dating before? You know, <laughs> you have the online apps. Before we didn't. Before it was really courting. It was. And, you know, getting to know people. Now it's like insta-fast dating. Oh, my You know, gosh. everything is so fast and quick.
2: Yeah, I think back then for my younger self, like I was always like so keen on just being in a relationship. Like, so really not dating. Now it's like... I wish I could flip it because now I'm like, dang, back then I wish it was kind of like these blacks and these Mm -hmm. tenders and these plenty of fish so I could kind of do serial dating because I was young. I didn't really have, but now it's like I want that connection with somebody. I want to settle down. So it is hard to kind of have a conversation with somebody on the phone because it's always texting. I tell people, if you're going to text me, just keep it moving. Like, you're not about to text me to death.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know how with me... And I'll talk about, you know, what's going on with my dating life now. For me, you know, losing a parent, Mm. actually losing two parents, you know, I was the runner, but I wanted that serious relationship. Mm -hmm. Like as much as I, you know, wanted to be in a commitment, I was afraid that that person would leave. Mm. So as soon as it would get serious you know, I would sabotage my relationships. Where it is, I would say, my last relationship, that breakup really opened my eyes to, hey, Tasha, you need to really pay attention to the people that you're around. Yes, take chances, Mm -hmm. because I have to analyze everything. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't look right and me trying to put it together, it's like I analyze. And now it's like, you know, I kind of need to go with the flow and let things happen naturally without me putting my little, you know, just pointing, oh, I'll fix this or let me change this or I don't want to date someone in this area. Let me date this way. And, you know, right before what's going on in my life now, you know, somebody tried to hook me up with somebody. (laughs) It didn't work, but it did open my eyes to uh, not the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, something that's different. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying before on one episode, something new. Something new. And here it is, me not paying attention, me not going out to try to find somebody. Now it's someone who's saying, I want to pursue you. Mm-hmm. I want you to. You know, I want to work on being with you. And it's like, hold on. Like, yeah. I was, I didn't expect it. Yeah. And to see the person taking the time to make sure I'm good, to call me, the show like, hey, you were on my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm just calling you just because I wanted to see you. Yeah. You know, and right. that feels so good now. But before, you know, Greg, I was willing to take anything. I was always the one trying to, you know, make things work. But now I'm sitting back. And allowing and enjoying the moment. Good. And what about you, Greg? How do you Uh, date previously from now?
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, I was a serial monogamous for a long time. Mm. Uh, I would jump from one situation into the other. And I learned it was because of my comfortability with being alone. Um, But and taking more account and more stock in myself, especially from my last situation. Um, I'm I'm learning more about who I really am in a relationship and how I view relationships and interpersonal relationships. Um, I'm a polyamorous, Mm. so
2: (laughs) I do believe
1: in more open situations and less structured, uh, monogamous situations, not at this point in my life.
0: So can you explain to our listeners who might not know what
2: that is?
1: (laughs) So I don't particularly subscribe to, uh, this is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. This is my husband. This is my wife type of relationship. I'm more into an open situation where there are parameters there are how do I explain this? There's comfortability in understanding that the person you're with can have a a relationship with someone else outside of the relationship that you're in. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that can be emotional or sexual or spiritual, whatever that relationship is.
0: So so how is that going for you? Yes, please.
1: <laughs> uh it it, it it it's it's a little rough because I came to this I came to this conclusion at the end of my last relationship, which in it it, it was happening the same time COVID was starting. So it's been a little difficult with the dating. <laughs> um now, especially because of the fact you know people don't want to be in close proximity, and you're trying to find a space to get to know someone without actually being around them, which for me at my age is a little weird, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it, it is different. So, mm-hmm. not trying to put your business out there, but putting your business out there, like
1: <laughs> <You're> you <right. laughs> you
0: recently freshly have just gotten out of a relationship and knowing the way you want to date was that something that you and your partner talked about
1: um towards the end we started to discuss it and it was funny because what kind of what kind of steered me in that direction was her suggestion but she kind of doubled back and and said that it was something she wasn't comfortable with and i realized it wasn't so much she wasn't comfortable dating outside of our relationship i think it might have been the idea that i would be dating outside of our relationship
0: mm, got it if
1: mm. that makes sense yeah, it, makes, it sense. makes sense
0: so with that I've noticed that we do see that things have changed, um, for all of us, uh, Dave, uh, as far as with dating, Greg went from one person to multiple people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying you you saw the light. You know what? I don't want to deal with you. I want to deal with you, you, and you.
2: Mm -hmm. like i know
0: it's not like that but you know i'm just joking around but it is more than one woman or vice versa yeah
1: so and it's understanding the different dynamics because honestly that kind of dynamic might not just work with me a woman and another woman that might be me a woman and another man depending on who's the center of that particular dynamic so it's it's understanding all ends and understanding what you're willing to be a part of and what you're not willing to be a part of
0: so what are you willing to be a part of
1: not too much i'm not to be honest this this term came with a lot of other understandings about a lot of other sexual parts of my nature that i was repressing so
0: i mean i noticed that some people tend to use that at, for a mechanism to cheat. Mm-hmm. I, I right. noticed that. Um, Some people actually do live that lifestyle, you know, especially as part of some religions, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's not something that isn't known to me because i've seen it especially with religion i've mm-hmm. seen it and not even a really focus on religion so that's how i've seen it it's always been a religious thing it hasn't been something i feel for me i haven't seen it grow outside of religion up until like the past two years or so if that makes sense do you agree
1: it, it's 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 been around for it's a while. Around, it's, it's been around, but it's been more
0: open. I feel like the past two to three
1: years. It's, it's it it's it's it exists in pockets, and if you're familiar with it, then you know that you know these different relationships, although not quite legal by our country mm-hmm. standards, have been happening for quite some time. To be honest, it's it's, it's just. It's a taboo, so people don't really speak about it as openly. Okay. But it's it, it it's, it's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, what oh, were you about ahead. to say? No, no, you, Greg. Um, <laughs> no, it's just it, it's it's a lot of communication that is involved, and to be honest, like some men confuse polyamory with polygamy, That's which true. I think is their religious thing you were speaking Mm -hmm. of and it's it's not it's not it's not completely about the sex which a lot of people will focus in on and try to make it about but it it can be it can be tricky if there's not a lot of communication and because it there should be so much communication it kind of eliminates some of the the doubt and the insecurity within your relationship because you are open about everything everything comes with discussion and for lack of a better term just negotiation you know what i mean
0: so how do you appro to to get ready to wrap up part one my question to you would be how do you approach the person that you're dating in bringing that up like how do you have those conversations are you uh, Are you poly? Like, you know, do you find, like, how do you find these, not find them, but, you know, if you meet somebody on the street and you are attracted to them, do you not talk to them because they aren't a part of that, you know, environment? What, what do you do?
1: When you're meeting someone, you're meeting someone. So it's like, you don't really know what this person is into, what they're not into. It's what you learn on that, like first date or that first conversation. And it's something that I do bring up. Forwardly, because people need choices. If you don't allow someone to know who you are and what you're about, then they get invested in you and come to find that you're living or existing in a space that's outside their comfort zone. You know what I mean? So instead of letting someone be attached to you or you getting attached to someone, you're forward about how you feel and what you're into and certain things, especially something that's considered a taboo to get it out of the way to kind of give that person the space to step back before they get too invested.
0: And you know what? A great way to end part one and go into part two. I know this isn't on our notes, but I feel like we haven't touched base on it. Like allowing people to decide, giving the person the option to decide being out there knowing, Hey, you know what? I don't want a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. I just want, You know, whatever. I feel like on part two, that's how we should start it because a lot of people aren't open with Mm -hmm. that communication. And you get into these relationships, and then once you're vested in it, it's like, no, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't looking for that. And I want to talk about that, especially with, you know, us having you Greg on here. So when we get back to part two, we're going to talk about like, you know, being open with that person, you know, when do you talk and allow people to decide Mm -hmm. and make decisions when it comes to dating? Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. Yep. All right. All right. Hey, Disaster Dating listeners, I know you guys may have heard me um, mention this brand before, but if you haven't checked out Love Accordingly Clothing on IG, you're definitely missing out. So right now, go to love underscore accordingly 215 on IG and place your order and tell them you listen to the Disaster Dating 101 podcast and you will save 20% off of your first order. The quality is great and you're getting a discount 20% off. That was Love Underscore Accordingly 215. I know you guys won't be disappointed, so check them out now. Part two of this ain't no fairy tale ending. Now we ended it with Greg, you know, talking about how he dates now and allowing people to have the decision to choose. Mm -hmm. And the reason I wanted to change that up is I noticed when we date now, people present themselves to be one thing (laughs) and then we get into it. And and then it's like, it's completely opposite. And I always say, and even with us, Greg, when we talk about, I always say like, why didn't they allow me to choose? Like, why couldn't you be up front?
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: I make the decision to Don't choose, make it for me. this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Instead, right. you make it for me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's plenty of examples for that. Like, a lot of guys, not saying you, Greg, but a lot of guys do that. You get into these situationships or, you know, you think you're about to get in a relationship and they're like, oh, well, this is what it is, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know what, I can see us together. You know, I want us to be together. And you say, you know, this is what I'm looking for. Some people, like for me, they're like, I had someone say to me, oh, well, I feel like you're putting it out there too early. No, I'm not putting it out there too early. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what I want. Yeah. So, you know, long term, this is what Tasha wants. So, if I don't want this, let me pull back and get out of it because I don't want you to invest time in something that you're not ready for. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. No, seriously. And
2: Robin, like, have you had? Yes, that's why I was thinking like, oh my gosh, let me share this story. So I had, I was dating somebody. Um, I can't go into detail because the person probably might listen to this. So, but he don't know who he is. <laughs> so, um. Like, my ultimate goal for myself is that I want to be in love. Like, I want to get married. I want my fairy tale ending. (laughs) And so we dated. And I think, like, months in, I found out he was still married. And I'm like, "Ah, what? Like, you're married? And then it was just, like, not even getting – didn't want to be with the person. They weren't living together. He had Uh his own place. But wasn't even making the steps to get a divorce on – that end so i'm like because it was like oh it's too expensive and i'm like people get divorced every day you know. like <laughs> like i'll help you fight like what's the what are you holding on to and i'm like wow all these talks we've had about a future about you know marriage and not necessarily saying me and him but just marriage in general, in general. and i'm like you know this is something i want and i'm like i'm finding about this i forgot how i even found out about it i think one day he like sat me down and told me but it's like I'm finding this out all late. But I'm like, now had you had probably presented to me earlier, who knows how I might have, how would have decided, how I would have decided. Uh, decided. But decision. you've made the decision for me because now I've invested time, I've invested my time, my feelings, and I had like it had to be like ended after that because I'm like, you weren't open with me, and you're so true. Like let me make my decisions. I'm like, some I might have shocked you had you been upfront with me.
1: Yeah.
2: But now you weren't, and now I'm just like devastated.
0: And Greg, you know, I guess, have you experienced it or, you know, like I said, as a guy, how do you present yourself, you know, within dating and getting to know someone?
1: I, I try to be as forward as possible because I do believe that everyone needs to know what they need to know up front. Um, I have had a few situations when with, with not being told everything and then finding out later. Some... Some not as serious, and some very, very, very serious. I had one situation where me and a woman were being intimate, and I didn't know until she was leaving and putting on her wedding ring that she had a husband. Mm. And I was put in a compromised position after that with her husband. It was, it was
0: not not the best of things not the best of situations yeah I, I think those situations aren't cool when you vest, you invest your time and you are presented this is the situation or like you said you know it was okay I'm I'm separated but I'm not divorced mm-hmm. and then you do look at that's I feel with those situations you do compare other people's relationships because they be like well I know this person and they got divorced like mm-hmm. why is it so hard for you to do it <laughs> exactly. like, do I need... <laughs>
2: let me find these resources for you let me get your lawyer right
0: so I mean me being in situations like that that everybody's been in you know it's like you know you put your time in it and people don't understand when you get in those relationships and they may not You know, understand. Yes, you got your whole situation going on at in your home in your household, but you're putting me in this along with my emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like my heart is in this. Yet you don't understand, or do you even care? Yeah. Like, do you even care enough to say, you know what? This I don't want you to continue. I think it's best that we stop. Yeah. You know, cuz you don't find that. A yeah. lot of people are selfish. And they won't think about the emotions of the other person. They're thinking, I mean, they it may not I don't know. But for me, I feel like you're thinking of this getaway. I'm getting away from what my reality is mm-hmm. not knowing that the other person is drawing some type of feelings or, you know, may be in love may not be in love. Mm-hmm. But you put that person in a compromising situation, you know, even if you told them up front, you're still putting them in a compromising situation because you may say, oh, we're about to get divorced. And then it don't happen, you be like, okay, well, damn, how long a divorce take? Right. You know, <laughs> so it's still a compromising oh, yeah. situation unless you're upfront by saying, you know what, I'm married, I'm cheating, mm-hmm. do you want to come along for the ride? Right.
1: Or even if it's not necessarily that that person's cheating, I'm married, I'm in the process of getting separated, I, I'm not necessarily outside of this marriage yet
0: Mm -hmm. but if you but
1: if you would like to build something we can build something that's what i'm talking about until that point so
0: okay even though we all haven't been married with that type of question of you know and a lot of people believe it or not we may not want to admit to it a lot of us get in these situations where like you said i'm in the process so when do you stop like when is it like okay the process has been going on for two to three years like how like when do you pull out of that because like you said you, you this is what you said greg i'm in the process so when do you give up because you invested time now yeah. if you agree
2: when do you pull out of that i mean i'm not going past a year <laughs> for me, and that's even too long for real. Because if if during that time I haven't seen you putting forth an effort to do anything, then yeah, I'm not trying to go into year two.
1: Honestly, I, I'd have to say it's case by case because depending on how <laughs> much information this person is being forward with you about, mm-hmm. you could have met this person and they've been separate or they've been in transition for. Three to six months, you uh-huh. know what I mean. Uh-huh. Or you could have met this person, and them and their partner have been going through the back and forth for three and four years. You know what I mean? I feel, but that haven't I... gotten the divorce.
0: Okay, but I feel as though, mm. <laughs> from my experience, that transition. I I feel as though, if if you're sa- thinking about it. Not if if you are still in a household, like with your situation, the person was completely out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're still in that household, it, you are not in transition. Like you, it's no way you're in transition. If mm-hmm. you're still living exactly. together, you're in transition when you took that step to get out. Yeah. That's what transition is. And that's what I've, I've found. And that's how I feel like after experiencing the things that I felt and I've been through, transition is when you are out because i for example i was dating someone and this is where we have the decision and we can also touch base based on internet dating i was online and i met a guy that was online he put divorce in in his profile and we started talking and things moved quick with us um we actually i feel like we dated for like three months mm. and it got to a, a he didn't move in with me it was kind of weird how the whole situation was he just started staying there a little bit more mm-hmm. and it was like hey i know you need this i have this in storage why don't i bring it here like mm-hmm. for example i'll use so in my apartment my kids were really young like I feel like my daughter may have been two at the time that this was going on. And my son, if my daughter, my son was like five or six. So for me, I, I think things out. I don't feel I need a kid like a dinette set for a two and three year old. If somebody's sitting in a high chair and like we would share and have like how we would eat. We didn't watch TV, but I had, like, things cert- like set up certain ways. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like I didn't need a dining room table for a two- and a three-year-old. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be cleaning this table all the time. So when we would go out, like, he came to my house one time, and he saw I didn't have a dinette set. And he was like, why? I was like, I just feel like I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, we have our little picnics, you know. I interact with my kids, Mm -hmm. so it's like we're doing picnics. I just don't feel like the need to get one Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, it was no need. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I got a dinette set in storage, so let's remember that. So (laughs) dating him, Mm -hmm. he said he was divorced. He was saying that he had, um, you know, been divorced for about two years and that him and his wife divorced, they had lost a kid. You know, they had one son, but their last kid passed away. Okay. She had a kid prior to them being married. And he said that with their son um, passing away, it was devastating and they just couldn't get it back together. And that, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, yeah. that's something like it was like, oh, OK. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he wasn't, the you know, he I felt like he was being truthful. He wasn't staying mm-hmm. with. His wife, he was staying, I think, with his, like, grandmother or aunt or cousin, somebody. So being that I stayed in Jersey, he stayed in Philly, he would just stay over my house a little bit more. Like, when the kids weren't around, he would just stay over because it was no sense of going back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I think Easter came or something like that. Um, My kids were with Grandma, and he's like, I really want to go to church for Easter. So I'm like, okay. So he brought his son. So my church was in Philly. So after church, he's like, let me go take my son to see my mom since they haven't seen him in a while. Mm -hmm. So we get over there. Here it is. You know, we all talked about the whole family and stuff. Everybody gives me the look. Like, what is she here for? Like, who is this? Mm. Why is she here? So everybody's looking at me having this discussion with him and we didn't stay there 15 minutes. We were gone. Oh
2: wow. Like
0: we were supposed to eat over there. They didn't want to feed me. Yeah. Oh God. So I was like, what did I do wrong? He was like, let's just go. We'll get something to eat, whatever that da, da da. That was on a Sunday on a Monday. He's in the car. He's like, well, my s- sister and my mom are on the phone with me and they say I should get back with my wife. What? But you divorced. <laughs> So how are you going to get back with her? Right. Sure enough. Guess who calls the phone? The wife calls the phone or something happened where he was saying that it was over and I made him car come to find out I used to work nights. He went that that table was not in the storage unit. That table table was at her house. So I talked to her and she's like, no, we just separated four months ago. We are not divorced. He just said that he needed his space to breathe. Mm. And, you know, I'm putting this situation like, what the hell? hell? Like, (laughs) what did I just get myself into? Like, you got the whole profile on the internet. You know, come to find out y'all still together. And sure enough, what, that happened on a Monday? By Friday, they're back together. (laughs) Wow. Yep. By Friday, they were back together.
1: But that was him being deceptive. Right? Yes, he yeah. He wasn't being upfront. He wasn't being up front. He put yeah. you in a compromising position. But w- exactly. again,
0: with that, you know, allowing someone to choose. Why don't you be up front? You're on these dating sites. You know, you're internet dating. Why weren't you honest on how things were? So, to bring that in, I met him off the internet. Oh robin you date you to recently you know because we talked about before it hasn't been i've been on the internet dating greg Mm -hmm. have you internet dated
1: i've tried it it's a little difficult for me in in my late 30s to try to develop relationships through the internet i'm I'm not understanding and how it navigates but Mm -hmm. i'm hoping to learn more
2: I'll so. teach you. Well, <laughs> I
0: I recommend it again. Black. If you hear this, blk okay. blk, okay. it's it's mm. it's easy. It's really easy. Um, I put Robin on it. I'm not on it. People, I haven't interneted. Internet interneted. I haven't done internet dating in probably like two years. Mm-hmm. But um, I was on Black or a year because I feel like it, they've been out for a year. And when I did it, I found it very convenient. It locates people in your area. Okay. And you can do a paid subscription or you can use the free options. And you kind of get to look at brief profiles. I think if, you t- if you're if you doing free, if you two match, I haven't been on there in a while, okay. so Robin, you may have to let me know. Okay. When you match, you can still send a message to them once correct. you match, that right? Is correct. But if it's the free service, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. If so it's paid, paid, you can, paid, you can. I pay for Bumble now. I ain't pay for that. <laughs> if it's
0: paid, you can send somebody a message without swiping left or right. Okay, but
2: yeah, okay. that that one is easy to use. It's jumping now. Great, it it's, it's user friendly it is it's very and it's literally you swipe you what is it you swipe left if you don't like a person you swipe right if you do like a person and like tasha said if you you match up then you and that person are both able to um send the message but no i mean i think for me and my and in my life for right now it's really convenient for well actually really honestly let me take it back with this pandemic nothing's convenient (laughs) right now but (laughs) it's a little too convenient for real but um cuz i'm just so busy with with work being a therapist being a mom and having a part-time job so like me really trying to really wishing that i could meet somebody while i go grocery shopping in Wegmans like it's just not like it's just not my reality right now um so it's like nights like this or it's not even night but like when it <laughs> is night or days like this cuz it's rain like i can kick back and be like oh let me you know let me see what's out there let me read these profiles and let me see and then they can turn a boring day into like a very eventful day. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, definitely find what you like. I I've done Bumble too, so let me share about Bumble. Um I shared it in an earlier episode but you weren't on with us yet, but Bumble is um female led. So you make a profile but the females we make the first move. Um, um so if uh, if we if we, m- we still have to match though. So let's say if I'm swiping and I see you, I swipe right, which means I like you. You swiped right too. I have 24 hours as the female to send you the message, and then we okay. kick it off like that.
0: So, with all of us being in our late 30s, Ooh, that just sounds um, so. <laughs> Robin and I being single moms. Uh-huh. Greg, you don't have any kids. No kids, Greg. So, so you're single, single. That is, yeah, single, so, single how do you date Greg and I I guess me and Robin would piggyback after with you not having kids how do you date or how do you like navigate through dating with women who are because a lot of women our age do have children so how do you find dating with women with kids or older kids or younger kids like how is that for you
1: um I know for some men it's a uh, uh it's an uncomfortable thing but like I love children I love kids so it was never a problem me dating a woman with kids or dating someone with even older children cause I'm, like I said I'm more comfortable in that situation it's, it's more weird for me at this space that I don't have any kids and women are less likely to date me because I'm not a father as opposed to being a father like you know how in your early, late twenties, early thirties, when you're single and don't have kids, you you don't really, you never really gravitated towards people with children because mm-hmm. it's a it's not a, a, a shared experience. So at this point in my life, it's there are less shared experiences with women, okay, who are mothers.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and with you, do you want? kids or would like or does it matter
1: because
0: I think you know what my next question is going to be happening
1: (laughs) I've always wanted to be a father like since I was a child being that I didn't grow up with a dad I always wanted to be the father that I didn't have Hmm. so it's it's in the air I'm not forcing it if it happens it happens if it doesn't I'm fine with it I've made peace with it
0: and and the reason I said that is because a lot of people are age it's either like asking them to start all over or you know um, I can't or you know it's not possible or feasible for me to have one or you know right. I'm at the point where I don't want to start all over mm-hmm. Do are you understanding with that
1: yes um, I understand that there are women who won't be able to have any more children at this mm-hmm, age. Mm-hmm. I also understand that there are women who don't have kids and aren't looking to have children. Okay. So even if they couldn't actually give birth to a child, they're not even willing to adopt. Okay. So okay. I, I I understand that space as well. So it, it's navigating through those different things.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and is there a limit of too many kids or I'm just asking since I got a mail on here
1: <laughs> I can only speak to my experience I'm not one of those guys that's like oh wow that's that's one too many children <laughs> okay. uh, but there team. are men who feel like all right well you got six kids and 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 none of them have the same father uh, I don't know if uh and you know that's just who they are I can't I can't make that a a generalization (laughs) only because I know there's different people
0: now I know for me when I've been when I've been on dating sites I I may have mentioned the one guy like this guy was like the perfect guy on the dating site and I'm like well how many kids do you have he's like 10 oh And then it was like a couple of back to backs, a couple of them that had the same age, and I'm like, uh, Papa was a rolling stone. I'm like, my dad has ten. It's ten of us, so I'm like, I don't think I want to experience that or be in that situation. I know for me, being a single mom, and that the fact that I have older kids, and I think this is a good conversation because all of us have a different dynamic. I have older kids, as I call them, pre-adults. I have kids where, you know, they can fend for themselves. Like, my son is old enough to drive. So (laughs) I have it where it's like going into something. At first, I wouldn't date guys with kids. Because a lot of people I noticed in my age tend to have younger kids. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard for me. I'm like, I have freedom. Like, you know both my kids are in boarding school nothing wrong with it but you know i'm i kind of have a free schedule where my schedule is open and even with them not being in boarding school my son is about to be in college so you know i'm about to be an empty nester so it's like i have that time i have that freedom to go out what you doing on the weekends you know mm-hmm. i i got my baby we going going you know this park or uh chuck e cheese or something i'm like i don't have time for all that you know i mean like i i ain't trying to change no diapers you know and i'll sit robin to know i'll sit with the kids and play do the legos Mm -hmm. but to do it every day my best friend over here robin you know her son (laughs) is my best friend if it ain't my best friend i don't want to do it (laughs) so i i tend to now you know going in I, you know, I'm open to it, but for me, it's easier to date someone if their child is a little bit older mm-hmm. or, you know, like you said, they don't want kids or are willing to date someone with older kids or even starting all over. I know at one point I did like think about like having another child, but the more I think about it, it's like, you know what, again, like the tattoo, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think this is something that I want. You know, if it comes across, you know, and I get married, it's a decision then. But to choose now, it's like I'm happy with my boy and my girl, mm-hmm. and we're good. Mm-hmm. And, Robin, with you having a younger
2: Ooh, child. A younger child, <laughs> six. um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely uh, – it could be a challenge because I don't have that free time. um. Like well, I'll put it this way. I do and I don't. So, but I don't have like if I were to get a call during the school year and it's like a Wednesday, be like, hey, come go go to dinner with me. I couldn't do that because I don't have like anybody to watch my child. I don't have any family here. Now, if it's the weekends, I can finagle that because I have a great co-parenting relationship with his father. But then it's still like I got to secure the child care, and they're in a whole different state. Like, (laughs) and I got to get him there, and then I have a more availability in the summertime because it's a little bit different. But it's, like, I got to maneuver. And it's not like, oh, my child is going on this date with us. Like, I'm not that type of mom, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you, you got to be really special for him to meet somebody, Um, which he – well, I would say, which he hasn't, but now he has. <laughs> that will be season, the next season. Season two. Season two. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like she said. And so I noticed, too, like, when it – with dating with guys, when they have kids, I prefer that their kids be older because mm-hmm. I'm, like, it, it, it's just better for me because I just feel like one is not a. I, I hope there's not like a lot of issues. I hope there's not like a lot of drama. If they, if they, if they come with drama, I hope they don't come with drama. But <laughs> you never know. Um, it's so funny. I kind of look down and frown and a guy. If he's like, oh, like my new friend, he got two year old, <laughs> And I kind of was like, oh gosh. Like in my mind, I'm like, well, where's the mother? Like. <laughs> So I'm like, I've had six years to figure my stuff out, <laughs> but it's just like, but then, and then it becomes hard too, because now my son is at an age two at six, like he wants siblings. So it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm like 38. I have a six year old. He wants siblings. So kind of like what you all were talking about. Like for me, it would be like a starting over yeah. too, you know? um So it's like, I look at those dynamics. So, I mean, it, it is interesting y'all. It's it, the six cause they're active. And sometimes I don't have the energy to give to a boo uh, because my sister <laughs> I mean, but that, that
0: comes with understanding and going into something yeah. and the communication. Yeah. The one thing we talk about consistently is communication. Communication. Yeah. So, so we're learning that social media and internet dating just seems to be the way of life. It's...
2: <sighs> um, I mean, we have to accept it. It is because it is convenient. It, it is. It's very convenient for people scheduling. Like, and it's because my mom was like, back in my day, we didn't have all yeah. this. You know, you met somebody the old fashioned way. You ask you out. They court you. And she's right. Yeah, mom's is right. Yeah, and but
0: you know what? And I'm. I tend to still be that analog girl. You know, mm-hmm. I like like I said before. I like that '90s R&B. Like my playlist on my my in, in my car is so old. I refuse to come and yeah, I refuse, and I still want to be courted. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like yeah. that's what I want. I yeah. feel that a guy, regardless of social media, I still believe in being courted. Like shivering. Well, yes, you it up. It's not dead. I it's, know it's not, it's not dead. dead. It, it may be buried, yeah. but I heard from a friend that
2: it's still alive. It's still alive. So it may it be is. buried alive. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I'm still personally, and well, before the pandemic, was still a bookstore, record store, coffee shop guy. I, I'd rather be out and meet somebody by chance than try to yeah. force a situation.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: So. I don't want to leave. I don't want this to be over. Yeah. I don't oh, want this man. episode it's to,
2: to it's
1: been
0: end. it such a good time. I know,
2: I know, right? It's a good topic, too.
0: So, I know. It, it's such a good topic. So, as we speak, the season is
2: about to. It's about to end. It's about to dog. end. Thank you to all of our listeners yes. from the United the, States, the from UK. Nigeria. I just say all of Africa. I just say yeah. Africa, Asia, Canada, Canada, Hi, Canada. Yes. Canada. Yeah, we got we got a
0: couple of people in Canada. Like I wasn't even yeah. expecting. Um, oh, good, Europe!
2: I forgot about Europe. Yeah,
0: UK and Canada, mm-hmm. Romania, Romania, yes, Nigeria. You know, the U.S., uh, what, we got Virginia, DMV. DMV, Chi-Town. What is it? So our top three or four, I do our top four uh, listeners. Matter of fact, I can pull Pull it it up up. while we are here. So just to let you guys know, and we have more men who listen than women. Yes. Great, great. Didn't you you say that, that a lot of men listen to podcasts more than women do?
1: Indeed, and vice versa like the, the female-driven podcasts or listened to by men and vice versa?
0: Oh, the numbers have changed. So Woo-hoo. we got Virginia oh. is number one. Woo-hoo. Number two is Illinois. And number three is Florida. Number three is Florida. And number four Ooh, is Ohio. Woo-hoo. And top five is New York. Hey, New York, because I know those listeners. <laughs> Hi, New York. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... We have really pushed through this season. We really have. Um, just even the start in the beginning, me just, you know, thinking, you know what, coming up with the idea, mm-hmm. coming to you, Robin, coming mm-hmm. to you, Greg, you know, just going through this and it's all a learning experience. I know on some episodes <laughs> Y'all can hear, like, please, I appreciate you guys bearing with me because super producer Tasha over here has <laughs> no clue because Greg was on a couple. I was like, what to do? He's like, it should be right there. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was like...
1: That's <laughs> like what like, it's all
0: about,
2: trial and error, though. He was
0: like, it should be a timer on there. I was like, I don't see it. I was like, oh, there's there it a is. timer. <laughs> but, you know, just you guys being so patient... Um, just the feedback that we get, you guys don't understand. I get a lot of messages like when is the next podcast, oh. like even though we aren't super famous or, you know, we're not out there, we still have our faithful listeners, yep. you know, who asks when is the ne- next podcast or just when people are introduced yep. and they're like, you know what? I love this concept and I'm definitely going to keep it going. We are gonna have a season two. Yeah. But I wanted to also announce with season two, we are gonna have someone else. So it's gonna be me, Robin, and Gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've worked through, we've gotten these schedules together because we all have lives. Yeah. You know? And Thank you, guys. How thank great. You, thank
2: you, thank you. What
0: do you want to say in conclusion, ending this season?
1: In conclusion, ending this season. And what do you I, wish
0: many more of, you know?
1: I, I look I look forward to continuing to work with you two amazing women Aww. and also helping to move the culture forward mm-hmm. in the space of dating. I hope that we continue to grow and our numbers continue to grow and our listenership continues to grow.
2: And what about you Robin? Thank you, just you know, Tasha, for allowing us to be on this amazing journey with you. Like, Indeed. you know, to support you because we don't have enough of that, right? Us, yes. brown and black people supporting one another, yes, in our community. So, I think that we can do that, share our opinions, being non judgmental of everybody. You know, Greg shared his poly what is it called? Poly what?
1: Polyamory,
2: <laughs> You know, I'm like, oh, tell me more, you know, but it's an open space and an open floor, and like, you know know this is what it's about supporting one another and just thank you for allowing us to be a part of this this is dope the season has been dope i can't wait to share with you know for me to share what i would like to share in season two and then we can share with you all our listeners but just thank you for just being with us our flaws and all because we really you heard early we had a whole was it i don't even remember (laughs) this episode the last episode we had the the, you know we had hiccups but we're human you know um i want to
0: thank you guys for being on this roller coaster with me (laughs) because it has been like even Robin just talking about the frustrations even talking to Greg about the frustration pulling people in and pulling people out trying to figure out what the dynamic was going to be even with you you and me I was like I was terrified I was like I don't know how this is going to be I was like I really want Robin but I was like I don't know how it's going to flow and just Robin, if you could see the emails, the main thing everybody says to me is, I love you and your co-host. Aww. Like, that's all I get. They were like, I love you two together. Aww. That's that equimmonize. Just putting it out there. But I, I want to thank you guys because even with Greg, not even you, you know, finishing off the last couple of episodes with us, you've still been on this journey with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've gotten the phone calls, Greg, when we're going to record. Like, <laughs> when when are we going to do this? Like, we we still are going to do what we talked about in store for season two. But, you guys, mm-hmm. we have so much going on for season two. Like, my dating stories are still to come. Like, I haven't <laughs> even gotten into, like, the good stuff. right, <laughs> right, right, right. Right. But I just want to take the time to say... Thank you guys. Because if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I want to also take the time to thank, support your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. For Nakia even telling me, hey, Natasha, go out, take the chance. This is the perfect time to make mistakes. And then you can fix it. I want to thank Lindsay for just even letting you know i didn't even know her we're talking back and forth for emails and she's like this is the platform allowing me to show me and guide me and not even knowing her and just taking the time to show me how to start a podcast and i'm like i'm so excited Mm -hmm. this has been a long journey and i want to thank my listeners thank the people for just taking the time to listen the people who's you know, DMs I've been in. Have you heard my podcast? (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I have been in so many DMs just like, hey, take a listen. Please listen. And I thank those people for taking the time to listen. So on that note, I am Natasha Renee. I am Robin Breon.
1: And I am Mike Dialects.
0: And thank you for listening to the first season of Disaster Dating 101. And don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. subscribe, subscribe. subscribe, subscribe. And you can find us on Instagram at Disaster Dating 101 Podcast. And please share. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts, um, Spotify. I'm still waiting for a couple of other people. But by that time, I hope we are on those platforms Thank you, guys. We love you. Yes. Good, thank good you. day. Good night. And we will see you all on season two. Yes. Bye. And yes. Thank bye. You.
1: Bye, y'all.